We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, CMOS girlies. It's Emma once again. It's Kate. Welcome to episode 57 of your favorite podcast. Thank you all for sharing your Spotify wrapped and letting us know that you love the podcast really made Emma and me smile. I was going through all of our DMs that day and I was like, holy shit, we were on the, the rap. DM, the DMs were crazy that day. To know that like people were binge listening to us, I was like so honored. Also, you know, to see like Red Scare in the mix for some people, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the rain. I love that we're part of that that community, that world. Yeah, or some people had like Emma Chamberlain or then some people had like the daily and then it was like what the fuck is CMOS and I was like we're not the same but we take it um we're coming for you Michael Barbaro I guess um but yeah Uh, may we be part of your Spotify wrapped again next year so if we weren't on yours um please start binge listening to us every single day Um, we are the only podcast that matters and we deserve to be on that list yeah even if you're not listening to us just have your your phone on mute and just have the podcast playing so it helps us that's what I sometimes do. So we can like rack up those extra listens. Wow, I'm a fucking girl boss over there. Yeah, we have some cool sponsors. Scam the system. <laughs> yeah, we have some cool sponsors coming up, hopefully, if I can get our life together here. Um, what's been up with you, dog? Happy December. I almost said November. Yikes. Happy December. I've almost been 23 for a week. Truly don't even realize that I'm a year older. Um, feels pretty pointless um, to be 23, just like 22 was. I still have hope. You know, yeah, there's, there might be some hope. Um, I'm good. I'm staring at my chlorophyll water. I decided to get back on that train. I did some resistance training this morning, you know, used the booty bands, did all the fun shit. Um, I also experimented. So I was like scrolling through Geneva. I don't know. I haven't been like super active on there just because like life's been crazy and busy, but I was like, you know, scrolling, catching up, you know, seeing what people were saying and thinking and feeling. And someone was talking about how like, they don't like having protein powder in their oatmeal, but like want to still get, you know, adequate protein in their oats. And a few people were like, oh yeah, I had, I had egg whites. And I was like, Hmm, I'm going to experiment with that. Because I feel like I run through protein powder so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where like with magnesium, it's like, I don't want to spend like $30, even though I know this will last me like a while, but like protein powder, I swear, I just like, you know, go through so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, it does kind of have like the chalky taste. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try it. So I got egg whites this morning after I worked out. Did you get the little, so, like, you just actually- Yeah, I got like, I got like the little egg white curtain. Cause I was like, I don't want to like crack my eggs and you know do the thing where you like you know flip it back and forth to get the egg whites out right 
it honestly was good very um airy almost because you have to like whisk it so they don't scramble but if you are not vegan and you maybe are out of protein powder or just want to switch something up I recommend adding in the egg whites um you know there's no flavor which is nice so you don't really even taste it but it does make your oats really like light and airy and fluffy so yeah. that was my fun um new food experiment I suppose what about what about you dog we've been back on the dessert potatoes which we've set off the pod we um, have been. it's it's winter now so I'm back to eating my oats and potatoes and that's about it yeah I've been still on my pancake grind which is fine um my life has been kind of uh bender um I'm officially doing social media full-time for work so yeah. No longer going to law school. Sorry, girlies. I'll take away the constitutional rights of men later. Um, but for now, I just want to be an e-girl and commit to it because I've never really taken it seriously. Like I've said, you know, on my TikTok and on Instagram and just like personally, probably on the pod too, that like, yeah, I never really took this seriously as a job and it's it's paying the bills for me. And so I'm like, why don't I just do this full time and see what can happen? So with that being said, hopefully I can commit more to like making fun little podcast stuff happen um because that's kind of Emma my goal for the new year it's just like bringing the community to life and seeing other ways we can make this like more exciting than just you know a podcast and a meme page for you guys um otherwise you know I've been on a dating app vendor I've gotten some extremely demented messages on the application Um, I've seen them on Twitter and I was like they remind me of the voice memo folder oh my god app messages Truly. truly crazy men have not changed <laughs> no not changed at all and like I don't know what is this one guy dead ass said wow you might be the smartest girl that I've gone on a date with and I was like what the fuck why would you ever fucking say that to someone and then secondly someone was like um what was it it was like I think you need to chill out and it was like you've never met me I probably do need to chill out but like you don't fucking well you need to chill out <laughs> yeah I was like babes shut the fuck up um so that's a fun one for me um I haven't been able to run still because I'm inflamed I have IT inflammation which is a great segue into today's shot I really planned that one out oh wait we have to do talk about immunity rocks though <laughs> oh, well immunity rocks kind of tie into the pot also because inflammation is just a response from your immune system but I, so I thought you were gonna say inflammation is an immunity rock and I'm like oh, oh, well no. but girlies okay so this brand son Kate and I um it's, they're called gem I think their Instagram account is like daily gem but they basically make these like little vitamin like Chunks. vitamin bites and they have like a daily essential one that has like, you know, different, basically their whole philosophy is that like food is medicine. And so they really, you know, kind of try to cut through the bullshit of like all these like pills that have a bunch of like added shit. And they just like create these, yeah, like little, little bites almost. They're like kind of like an energy bite, but I feel like more um, nutritionally dense, more I suppose. Yes. So they sent us the immunity rocks. They're like, orange they're not called immunity rocks they're called no we we call them immunity rocks because like we're demented over here um but I've been loving them because I'm all out of Brazil nuts and I need to forage for Brazil nuts today but like not that like I don't think they have like selenium and these like little bites but I'm like yeah this like kind of replaces that whole like having a food component with With like vitamins but we're obsessed we are fully obsessed go get some gem vitamins this is not like sponsored but like finally a fun new um btc brand that isn't selling me like turmeric dust or like cacao dust also question for the listeners so if you're listening to this pod i feel like emma and i maybe this is just because we're chronically online and we live in new york and i feel like we also associate ourselves with like 
people that are maybe a little bit older than us or have a, a high brand awareness. Are you guys really familiar with the direct to consumer? That's what D to C, we use that off the tongue, but I don't know if that's like fluent to our podcast listeners. Are you guys really aware of like all the brands there are in the wellness space? Like, do you, you know, the website thing testing where there's all these new supplement companies and protein powders and products that all look the same? Like, are you guys getting targeted ads that like Emma and I are? Because I don't know. I just feel like we have this whole like world of like the supplement space. And I'm like, are our listeners also like tired of that? I know people are to a degree, but yeah. So if you're, you're up on the buzzy wellness DTC brands, let us know. Um, yeah, I have, I have DTC fatigue. Yeah, exactly. We don't need any more brands, maybe one brand in the future, but (laughs) that's off the record. Anyways, it's actually on the record. Uh, it's a podcast, but you know, let's get into today's shot. We're going to talk about inflammation. So all you girlies can stay living long. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So yeah, Kate and I decided to do an episode on inflammation. I'm kind of surprised we haven't done something on this specifically because I feel like so many targeted um, like supplements or other wellness products are really all about like reducing inflammation. I feel like it's like a term that is thrown around a lot, but I think a lot of people don't fully have an idea of like what it really truly is or what occurs in your body when you have inflammation. And I think, you know, there is kind of the sense of like trepidation whenever it says like, oh, like I have inflammation. Um, so we're here to basically give you guys the 101 on what the fuck inflammation is. So in simple terms, it's your body's immune system response to an irritant. So this can include like a pathogen, a damaged cell, or a toxic compound. And so essentially what occurs is that when a foreign invader is detected in your body, chemicals from your body's white blood cells will enter your blood or tissues to protect your body from invaders. So essentially it's like a defense mechanism that is vital for your health. And so when these chemicals are released from your white blood cells, blood flow raises in the area of like injury or infection. So if you like, you know, cut your finger on like a knife or whatever, or if you like bump into something and blood flow raises, that is what is going to then cause like redness or warmth around the injury or infection. And then some of the chemicals that are released can also cause fluid to leak into your tissues, which will result in swelling. And so essentially the goal of like an inflammatory response includes preventing the initial establishment of infection or removed damaged tissue, also to prevent the spread of an infection or repair damaged tissue, and also to recruit like effector cells if the immune cells of the innate immune system cannot control the infection or repair damaged tissues. Basically, if your immune system 
is not able to respond to whatever injury that your body is experiencing, it'll pull in additional cells to help in reducing the infection because basically you just want your body to recover as quickly as possible so that, you know, the disease or bacteria, et cetera, the pathogen doesn't keep on spreading throughout your body. And so it's, inflammation is like a very like necessary thing. Um, and I think we'll kind of get into in the next segment that I'm about to touch on kind of like the difference between like acute and chronic, because, you know, there can be sometimes too much of a good thing can end up being a bad thing. And so, yeah, like I said, healthy, it's healthy to have inflammation because it is a sign that your body is working properly, properly, and that your immune system is working properly, but too much inflammation can cause health problems. So there's two different types, acute and chronic. So acute inflammation, basically the general public, this is what we're all going to be familiar with. And this is the type of inflammation that we're going to be experiencing on a regular basis. Um, so this will include, you know, redness, swelling, and pain around tissues and joints that, you know, occur whenever we injure ourselves to help speed up the healing process. Now, chronic inflammation is essentially when your white blood cells and chemical messengers are pumped out for a prolonged period of time from your immune system. And so basically your body's immune system keeps fighting because the body just believes that it is under an attack. And the reason that this can be dangerous if you do have chronic inflammation is because these white blood cells can basically attack nearby healthy tissues and organs, and they can mistaken them for, you know, um, an irritant or, you know, a foreign invader and chronic inflammation can be tied to heart disease, arthritis, and other irritable bowel, um, health issues such as Crohn's disease. But the reason that chronic inflammation is a little bit harder to like notice or treat as opposed to acute inflammation is that it can often go invisible because it doesn't have as visible signs compared to acute, um, inflammation because it is occurring, you know, more on the inside of your body and it's attacking tissues. So you're not really going to see, you know, redness or swelling if like, I don't know, your kidneys getting like attacked. I mean, like maybe I'm not a doctor, but, um, so that's why it can often go like untreated or mistaken for, or it can become, you know, treated for something that's less severe. So maybe, you know, you do have Crohn's disease, but you know, you obviously can't see it. So you just like assume that like you have like really shitty IBS. Um, and there are ways to get, you know, treated for chronic inflammation or for other, um, you know, whether it's like heart disease, arthritis, Crohn's, it's just obviously going to your doctor and getting, you know, blood work and getting just like general checkups. But those are like the main differences. So we all experience inflammation and it's something that you can't really avoid. And it's something that you do actually want your body to produce. Yeah. And talk, talk, talking, bouncing off of that. I sound like I'm a college kid in a seminar. Um, like Emma was saying, since so much of it is invisible, that's kind of why it just becomes like an overnight thing. Speaking from someone who is inflamed that I just went to the doctor. So speaking about this from like an exercise fitness perspective, now, when you are exercising and, you know, pushing your body to its limit, that is inflaming your body. Also, I remember hearing this in a podcast and I thought this was like very like skeptical to say, but like every time you eat, you're technically inflaming your body. So like anytime you're pretty much doing anything besides, besides being at rest and being sedentary, your body's probably being inflamed in some way. But like Emma was saying, some of it is healthy. Some of it will probably lead to unhealthy behaviors. And so when it comes to fitness, I think the biggest way to know that you're inflamed is going to be joint pain. You're going to feel really stiff and it's going to feel like a really tight pressure. Now this could be different of like how it'll manifest on your body. But like for me right now, I've had this like 
just nagging at my knee for a while. And I'm like, you know, maybe I need to just stretch more. Maybe I need to ice it, you know, like a little stuff, but then over and over just kind of not really taking it seriously. Now it's become a huge issue. And when I went to the doctor and he gave me like the diagnosis that I have IT band inflammation, he obviously like checked my knee and like, you know, didn't like beat it with a hammer, but did that chart stuff, like bent it around, asked if there was any pain and he didn't see any swelling. And so when your, your knee or any sort of body part is swelling, that is like a bigger sign that there's probably something up that you need to do an x-ray or a scan. But since it was just, you know, painful when he did certain things, that's how it led to being inflammation. So like Emma was saying, you know, your it's your body's natural way to protect itself from injury. And that's why rest days are really critically important for this. So obviously if you're having like, let's say inflammation of like your left shoulder or something, don't do arm exercises because you're going to continue to inflame it. But if it's something like your knee or your hip or a a huge, huge muscle group that you have to do to get through your day, it's kind of hard to avoid. And that's why I've been in this like paralysis almost. Um, And so your inflammation is going to appear through swelling. That's going to be like demonstrating that your body is trying to heal it. It's like putting extra energy and attention towards that body part. And the early symptoms may be vague. If the subtle symptoms will like go on and on and kind of have this nagging. Some things, it could be a pain. It could be a really hot sensation. You could have redness or swelling and that's sort of like, you know, vague symptoms. And that's kind of why inflammation sucks. This whole conversation is because it's all going to be vague stuff. Um, but the thing is with exercise is that it's a catch 22, right? Because if you exercise regularly, you are reducing your chance of being inflamed just because your body is like, being pushed to its limit, health, wellness, all that stuff. What am I saying? Health, wellness. But then if you're over-exercising, you're also putting your body at risk of inflammation. And kind of like what that means is if you're someone who is overweight on like a BMI standpoint and you have more visceral fat cells, that kind of fat, it's like the, the tissue. What is it? Adipose tissue? I feel like more common are always like white adipose tissue or brown fat versus white fat. The brown fat is going to be the fat that builds in your abdomen and surrounds your organs. And once again, that's like a biological response trying to protect your organs from getting hurt. And so the immune system will see those fat cells as a threat. And that's when you start to pump up more white blood cells, which then will lead to this inflammation. And so the longer you stay in this state where you are having like these visceral fat cells, that's the longer your body's going to remain in this state of inflammation that keeps going and going and going. Um, obviously I'm not saying like body fat is bad, but that's like naturally what the body, you know, is like, if you do have excess fat in some area, it could lead to inflammation of your joints and such. And so, yeah, there's this fine line between exercise where you can overdo it, but also if you don't do it, your body is not going to be naturally reducing inflammation. Um, the next sort of sector about this that you hear a lot about in health and wellness things is exposure to toxins. Like, the water's polluted. You got to avoid all of this stuff in your grocery shopping, the dirty dozen, avoid BPA lining, because this is going to make you inflamed. And whenever I hear this on wellness podcasts, and a few of you guys kind of said this in Geneva, like, does everything make you inflamed? Like, how do you live and not, you know, in our modern life experience inflammation if you're glued to a smartphone, if you're walking outside in our polluted fucking environment? So, Kind of getting into that stuff is that, yes, environmental factors are going to contribute to this chronic inflammation because it's going to change your body's like natural response to its lived environment. Some of the things you've probably heard about are like pesticides and pollution. So pesticides, for example, are going to be a foreign threat to your body, something that the bodies are not used to. So they're like marked as invaders, kind of as I was saying earlier. Pollution is kind of a double sword because it's going to be present in our food. So Whenever you hear that like tuna and mercury in fish specifically, 
yes, the pollution is going to be now present in the food, but it's also present in the environment. So like the dirty ocean. So that's why it's really difficult to avoid like inflammation or just feel like you're going down this rabbit hole, self-diagnosing yourself with inflammation all the time, because probably every food that you eat has some sort of pollution in it, or that it is affecting the water or the soil that it's in or something like that. Um, but it's interesting with pollution is that it's sort of mimicking your hormones naturally. And then it's creating this imbalance because the chemicals are going to block like the natural function of your higher hormones should be working. Um, another thing that can be like a quote, like exposure to toxin is poor food preparation. So some foods that are going to be in a non-digestible state or anti-nutrient form, this is going to be stuff like when you are not, um, eating, you know, your kale with like a fat soluble vitamin, if food is just like degraded and I don't know, not in a good quality or has bad, it's been oxidized. Like the last episode when we talked about last, but a few episodes ago, we talked about fat and smoke point. If you are cooking your foods and overcooking them, if you're at a restaurant and you don't know where the food is sourced from, that's another thing. Um, one thing that you can do as a consumer, or I guess like a few things is that if you do eat dairy and meat, you should make sure that they're free of synthetic hormones because those are going to affect your natural hormones. I'm sure you guys are aware of that because like veganism, like a lot of people talk about like, yeah, you're, you're pumping animal hormones into your body. If you're eating animals, the next one is going to be preservatives. So this is things like plastics. Um, you often hear that they're endocrine disruptors, but basically just means like, once again, you're putting a non-natural substance into your body. Make sure you're looking for BPA lining in your cans. Phthalates, phthalates are another really bad. Um, most actually, that's been like a little bit changed since there's been legislation to go against like phthalates and whatever phthalates. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, yeah, and also make sure you're following the shelf life of products. So if you're consuming something that is best buy dates are a little bit iffy and expiration dates, but that's another thing. If you are eating stuff that is like spoiled, you're probably just like exposing yourself for no reason. And the last thing is that like, it's, I remember hearing this a lot growing up, like a little dirt can't hurt. I don't know if that was like a weird Midwest thing, but if you as a kid are not exposed to dirty environments. And what I mean by that is like, Sometimes we are all way too clean with hand sanitizers, especially with COVID and like antimicrobacterial sprays and just constantly washing your hands and pumping those into your body. Um, this lack of contact at an early age, we become too clean. It increases the incidence of these diseases, autoimmune disease, chronic inflammatory disorders from becoming your body's like natural response because it's never been exposed to like dirty, you know, infectious agents before. It doesn't know how to react against them. So your immune system naturally is just going to be a lot weaker. So I'm not saying go drop your food outside and like abide by the five second rule and just like <laughs> eat dirt. But when you were growing up, depending on how your parents raised you, that could be something that uh, impacts your, I guess, um, in your marker, inflammation markers to this day. And then the next two kind of subjects is that like the gut, I didn't want to get too much into this because I'm sure people are tired of hearing about the gut. Maybe you're not, but the gut microbiome plays a huge role in the immune system. Is it something like 70% of the host is related yeah, to the gut microbiome? The statistic is, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's basically just because you're creating the stimuli for your immune system to get developed starting in your gut. Um, so you obviously, you see most girlies know about that. The next thing that I feel like I've heard about in all these wellness podcasts, speaking as a wellness podcast, is inflammaging. And I was always like, okay, what is this new cringe, like Gen X term that they're creating? Um, it's this theory connecting inflammation, age-related diseases. I don't really think about age-related diseases a lot as someone who's not 
old yet relatively, but there it's kind of this theory connecting the fact that you can actually accelerate the, your natural biological aging if you are inflamed and you have this chronic low grade inflammation because they've been studying like a bunch of old people on um, like um, studying a bunch of old people that sounds sketchy doing trials and doing test diets and doing comparison studies on different populations and seeing that weird not all old people are aging at the same rates and why is that and a lot of it is related to diet and lifestyle factors so this kind of gets to the blue zone so they studied the centenarians in Italy and they found that a lot of individuals reach this really old age without any chronic diseases or frailties. So very different to the United States where people are dying younger, dying of chronic disease faster. The pharmaceutical industry is pumping people drugs. In some populations, it's like, yeah, in Europe, for example, um, these healthy European centenarians have these like new mechanisms in their body, which are called like immune modulatory mechanisms that actually compensate for the natural body's um, process of aging and inflammation. And it's kind of preventing this development of these chronic diseases. So it's just something new and kind of interesting from an evolutionary pers perspective that, yeah, like you, when we think about inflammation, kind of what we said before, there's pathogens outside your body. So these are like non-self actors outside of your body. You can't really control them, your soil health, um, if you walk outside and the, the air is polluted, I know on the weather app, sometimes it'll say like dangerous conditions and it's like, well, I can't really not go outside. Um, the next thing that are going to be like the stimuli that affect your inflammation are going to be cell debris and misplaced molecules. So that's if you are kind of like committing pain to yourself. So if you are over exercising, if you aren't resting, if you are not eating like foods that are quote healthy, and then your gut microbiome is going to be the last factor. And this is a quasi self factor because yes, you can control some of it. But as we've said before, a lot of your gut microbiome is predetermined before you were born and based on your parents and all of that stuff. So something you kind of can control. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that like chronic disease is now linked to both inflammation and aging and thinking about the fact that it's weird because like inflammation causes you to age faster, but then aging is also just inflammatory by nature. So they're like a catch 22, as I've said before. So yeah. yeah. And that kind of gets into like the common foods or like lifestyle factors, you know, that you can kind of control. Um, you know, if you are someone who is like fearful of like inflammation, and I think like one thing to kind of also just keep in mind is that we, we live in a very like broken world where like the food system's really broken, you know, the soil is like really fucked up from, you know, current farming practices and just with like, you know, pollution and environmental toxins, like there's kind of no reason to like stress out over all of this because it's like, at the end of the day, you're not going to really have any control. You're just like a single human on this planet, like you're not going to be able to control like what the mercury levels are in fish or like how polluted the oceans are. Um, and so that kind of, you know, comes into like, you know, the food that we consume, like that is probably like the one area where like you kind of are going to have the most control. And a lot of these are going to be like, you know, the stereotypical um, foods that are common in the standard American diet. Um, so the first is going to be like sodium, a high consumption of a consumption of like a high salt diet may interfere with like the aging process as sodium chloride can also interfere with the gut. Next is going to be like sugar and high fructose corn syrup. So eating an excess of like sugar and yeah, high fructose corn syrup, other added sugars, um, basically it's going to supply your body with an excessive amount of fructose. And this, there's been some studies that have shown that it may counteract like the anti-inflammatory responses of omega-3s. So just keeping that in mind that like you may be thinking that you're doing your body like really, really good. But if you are also, you know, consuming a lot of like sugar, like it could just be like canceling each other out and I'm not seeing that like 
you need to like avoid sugar like completely because I don't think it's healthy to cut something out but you know just kind of like keeping in mind that like yeah like everything that we do can have a bigger impact on like other small areas of our body um next will be like vegetable and seed oils Kate and I touched on this in the oil episode just kind of talking about like why they aren't like the best for your health and it's largely because they contain high omega-3s now we do need a certain level of omega or excuse me high levels of omega-6s and we do need omega-6s in our bodies to some extent but in the western diet we consume actually too many omega-6s and so when the ratio with like omega-6s to threes is off um this can lead to inflammation to other like potential like diseases such as like heart disease etc and so instead you should like just kind of focus on eating omega-3 rich foods such as like salmon, flax seeds, chia seeds. Next will be dairy. So this is a common allergy that, you know, a large portion of the population do experience and it can trigger an inflammatory response in the body, such as like IBS, skin rashes and acne, but only if like you are allergic. Cause I know dairy is very prevalent in many cultures and like, you know, a lot of people can eat it and be fine. But if you're like, you know, vegan or you haven't consumed dairy in a long time and you, you know, like Kate and I, and like occasionally like, you know, when you're on a terrible day and they're like, let's go get pizza. And then you're like, fuck, I have chin acne. It's because of that. Cause your body's not used to, you know, consuming that. Um, and then next is going to just be like heavily processed refined carbohydrates. Again, this is because like the fiber is being removed and fiber helps with kind of like slowing the breakdown of these foods. And so essentially it's just going to hit the bloodstream quickly. It'll spike blood sugar and then cause your pancreas to release insulin, which can then lead to insulin resistance. If insulin levels never get a break, So these are just like things to keep in mind. I feel like everyone who's probably listening to this podcast already knows that like, yeah, I should kind of avoid these things. And like, these are all going to be like commonly found in like processed foods. Um, But, you know, just kind of like going to show that there's so many things that do impact your health, whether it's like food, exercise, um, lifestyle factors, and, you know, some you can't have control over and others are fully out of your control. Um, So yeah, those are some things to maybe keep in mind. Yeah. And like Emma said, you guys are probably already doing some of this. There are like a lot of, I feel like wellness bloggers and holistic nutritionists in those sphere that promote an anti-inflammation diet. For me, it's just like eating healthy foods. Like I was trying to research like what the hell all these different bloggers meant if there was one specific way of eating. No, it's like eating vegetables, eating a balanced diet, exercise in moderation, rest, all that type of good shit you guys probably already doing. Some people just kind of say it's similar to Mediterranean diet, because once again, that's linked to the population in Italy that has lived forever. Like it's also called like the arthritis diet, (laughs) because like all these old people are like evading themselves of getting, developing arthritis at a young age. Um, Some, you know, some things to consider, I guess there's like dietary components that do really link to inflammation. This is going to be your B vitamins, vitamins A, D, K, and E. Um, cause they do relate back to the gut microbiome. And so then it plays a huge factor in reducing your inflammation. Vegetables are going to be, I, I mean, every vegetable is going to be good for you, but cruciferous vegetables are good because once again, ties back to the gut, they're going to be rich in antioxidants. Um, but more of like the solutions, I guess that you can do, um, once again, not going to claim that you're going to get some health benefits overnight from this, but like, if you're a hypochondriac, like Emma and I, and you want to, you know, Imagine that you're going to get some benefit of like having a tablespoon of turmeric, do it. Um, So the biggest one in this sphere is going to be turmeric or curcumin, and it can overpower pro-inflammatory proteins called cytokines. I'm sure you've heard about that from like by MDs before. Now I'm not saying it's all bullshit. I'm just saying like, it's going to be hard for you to link if like that's actually doing something for you, unless you are getting routine blood work. 
Um, you can take curcumin in pill form. You can also cook with turmeric, pretty obvious there. Some other herbs and spices are going to be cinnamon and ginger. There was like a clinical study I was reading and it said that ginger was working to treat like people that had uh, chronic inflammation because I was Googling this about running. It like treated it better than aspirin did, um, which was just like a really shocking thing because yeah, like food is medicine, like Mark Hyman says, I guess. Um, our problematic king. And then fish oil is one that is another good one. We know that we have a lot of vegans. Emma kind of spoke about fish before, but it is traced back to the late 18th century that these omega-3 fatty acids are very effective. Um, They're like the most effective natural agents that your body has. And there's going to be various like ways that you can consume, you know, omega-3s, the fatty fish, nuts and seeds, fish oil. But a lot of old people are obviously pushed to take fish oil supplements. I feel like I've seen so many weird like infomercials about like fish oil pills. And it's because like, it's been studied on those who are diagnosed with arthritis and like specifically rheumatoid arthritis. The next few that you can like look into are going to be white willow bark. I've never personally taken this, but this is like one that was commonly discussed. And then also green tea. Um, Both of those like benefits are like well-established And then the most, if you actually want to get like nerdy about your inflammation, and if like you have any sort of inflammation, the best way you could do it is a blood test. Um, Don't know how accessible that is for everyone, but you would get a blood test for C-reactive protein, because that's going to be like how you can actually see what your, how your body's reacting. And then the last sort of like point is that, you know, we're not like a skincare podcast, but I guess like this does involve in the wellness space, but can things be absorbed through the skin? like topicals. I never really take topicals seriously, whether that's CBD or magnesium, any of that stuff, but skin is your largest organ, right? So I was thinking about like what topicals you could use for inflammation. And the two that came to mind were going to be magnesium. I've seen this in a body spray and it's a pretty inventive formula. You technically could also make it on your own if you wanted to. All that you have to do is like dissolve magnesium chloride in water in this spray bottle. And that's how you would make it. But the biggest issue is that dosage. So definitely do a patch test on some sort of part of your body before you slather yourself up with it, because you could be like possibly overdoing it and like really fucking up your body as well. So as much as it's like cool to do little DIY remedies, like Pinterest 2012 core, maybe don't (laughs) with magnesium. And then the next one is going to be CBD lotion. So a lot of people have talked about this as like a natural arthritis remedy, those little rollers. I've used them before. And like, I don't know, it's kind of like a natural icy hot. If you've ever taken icy hots for for sports before. Um, The the only thing, once again, with CBD is that like not regulated by the government, all the, the sample sizes and variations of how much CBD is in a product are going to be different. So make sure that it's proof of third-party testing. Also make sure it's like USA, USDA certified US hemp, something like that. Um, also let us know if you want Emma and I to do a podcast about CBD because I don't know, we could. I just am not like a big- And on our fan. episode brainstorm list since like yeah. day one and we just haven't because neither of us really like partake in CBD in like a serious way. Yeah, it's very like, I'm drinking recess beverage and it's like, okay, like Emma- really yeah but I also don't really know when CBD came to exist so predominantly in this like direct-to-consumer wellness space um and yeah I mean I like have these weird like CBD blunts that I like walk around and pretend like I'm getting high just because I'm like a fucking loser and I don't have anything else to do um but yeah like I don't actually use it in a serious way so if anyone has good you know CBD racks, let us know. I know like Great Jones, um, they used to sell that at like fitness places because people would use it after workouts. So 
maybe there is something there. Maybe there is something there. But like like that, I'm speaking to you and I'm inflamed right now. So I'm going to do some stuff for that later. Emma? Yes, treat your inflammation. I don't think I'm currently inflamed, but who knows? Maybe deep in the insides of my body, I am. Deep in the um, <laughs> I'm going to wash some towels because I'm all out of towels. Awesome. I need to forage for some Brazil nuts. Yeah. I'm going to have a concert tonight. And where is it at again? Uh, Bowery Ballroom. Fun. Nice. Yeah. Iconic, iconic location. Um, but probably just, you know, walk around, be manic. I really have been wanting to like do something crazy in Brooklyn, like go to Perlandra or something. Like I just need like a Brooklyn field trip. Yeah. Um, so you know, maybe I'll plan something out in the future for myself to do that but also probably not <laughs> yeah I mean we could field trip tomorrow if you want we could, on yeah we can field trip let's, let's fucking field trip dog and discuss business matters yeah they definitely will have mackerel at Perlando you know what now that I've been so deprived of mackerel and I know you podcast listeners are sick of Emma and I talk about mackerel you're sick of it I don't really care it is a daily struggle that I have to experience I don't really crave mackerel anymore no, me neither. There's this one brand. It's like Kohl's mackerel. It's basically like Wild Planet that they have at the grocery store across from me. So I've been buying it here and there. But yeah, I haven't been like, I need mackerel every single day now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like protein sources I've even been like obsessed with lately. I've been bone broth. I don't know. I go through. Salmon. Yeah, I've been like, I go through cycles where it's like, I'm so fixated on protein. And right now I'm like, just give me the carbs. It's nice. winter. It's cold. I'm like a protein powder queen. I have some to work through. I don't know why I'm on like a subscription for ritual and I had like two sacks from them and then like this cricket protein. And I just feel like protein heavy. So I'm like, I need to use this. Um, yeah. I've definitely been on some weird protein, like mug cake, not even mug cake. I don't even know what I would qualify it as, but just weird, weird kitchen fixations. But yeah, I'm going to go read my book about how to date men when you hate men and just be mysterious and go on this little thing called like looking like the mysterious main character in a coffee shop. I'm going to go to the Lower East Side, West Village, wait till the sun goes down and just read 10 pages, new coffee shop, read 10 pages, new coffee shop, hoping that I will appear as a compelling enough woman for a man to approach me and be like, oh, so you hate men. Tell me about this book. And that's how I'm going to meet the love of my life. I've convinced myself. I love that strategic plan for you. And I hope that goes well. (laughs) Thank you. I'm really excited for terrible results on that. But, you know, life, liberty, pursuit of the podcast. Thank you, girlies, for listening. Leave us five stars everywhere you can listen to podcasts. You know that stuff. Oh, also, if you're in New York, Emma and I are going to have a clothing sale. You'll see it on the meme page. Emma's been in the meme studio working on this one. It's like crafting shit up on PowerPoint as I usually do. Graphic designer, creative director, artist, all that type of shit. But thank you, CMOS girlies. We love you. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code balance10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.